0: Let's just get it going, because there's a lot of things I keep trying Fine, to say go, that I can't say. Because I'm just like, oh, we'll say it in a minute. Welcome back to Men of the Machine. As always, I'm Kevin, the Captain Mills, and you are? I'm Patrick, the Admiral Bartlett. <laughs> I'm okay with that. That's nice. We have names now. Uh, And today, we are going to talk about a handful of things, but namely Wonder Woman, because I watched it last night. It was so good. It was just so good. But... Um, I was listening to your uh, "Gifted Punksters" episode of because I'm way behind on "Gifted Punksters" because I'm jamming "Tell 'em Steve Dave" a lot right now, and uh, I've been li- I was listening to it and basically my uh, easy way of describing the difference between our podcasts is like if you want to hear cinematic reasoning with historical backup listen to gifted punksters if you want to hear why something's cool just listen to this one and that's about that's about the biggest difference because the very beginning he starts talking about kevin started talking about um i only listened to like 15 minutes if that no nine minutes and then i accidentally closed the browser because i was listening to it while i was uploading our episode um (laughs) <laughs> it was just, he starts talking about how it felt like an old Disney movie. That was this... me. That
1: was me. Oh, yeah. Motherfucker. Well, no,
0: no. He said it, it seemed like a new old Disney movie, and you talked about how you loved it, and then you went into greater detail, but he started
1: but, it. But, but, no, 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 no. He had no point. That was all me, motherfucker. That was all Let's, me. No, that you know was heaven. Let's
0: go to the internet because I just listened to this. Either way. Um, I also
1: know what I fucking said, sir. I don't
0: think you do. <laughs> we had the same. Uh, like right there? oh man do i really want to do research right now while i'm listening (laughs) i really don't i'll click like 20 second intervals that way it's just like boop nope 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 (laughs) nope okay not worrying about that right now that was way too much effort already um and, and, yeah, you guys start going through why it felt like this and, like, the emotion. You start talking about the CW show and stuff like that. Whereas when I start to talk about, like, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I'm like, did you see that fight scene where, where he punched him? Oh, man, that was great. You know what I mean? Like, do you yeah. see the it, – it's a very different feel. Um, it just made me chuckle a little bit when I was when I was hearing it. It, it was a nice little ha-ha-ha. Which, by the way, no idea what Gifted hat is at. I'm sure it's in the four-digit realm for views and listens and all that by now but we're about to pass 500 overall listens or downloads or whatever that's pretty oh, yeah, cool i have
1: no idea what, what our total overall is i have no clue i was
0: pretty i was pretty stoked about that like it started slow like we would get like 10 episodes to listen then it went up to like 15 episodes a li- or vice versa yeah i know what you meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> listens for uh now it's at like it's right around 25 to 30 per it's finally starting to move. At a, like So So it took us forever to hit 100 listens, and now it's finally climbing at a pretty cool rate, which I was excited about. It was, it was pretty good to know. I don't know. I, I got excited. I don't know what like moderate decency is with podcasts, because there's a lot on SoundCloud and iTunes and all that shit that are like, they don't even have 100 listens, and they've been recording for like two years because they just, they do it for them, which is great. That's mostly what I do it for. That's why I just ask you to post it once a week, and we're good. Um. So I don't know what is like Very low end Quality What's low end success there If it's like a thousand per episode Or if it's like 500 per episode or whatever But if we ever got anywhere near there That would be pretty badass That's all I was saying Sorry Wait, what the fuck? <gasps> Breaking Breaking news Patrick's computer is acting is No I hear you If you can't what's hear me part? that's slightly more troubling But no, I hear you part. great and my episode thing's still recording. You can talk into blackness, Patrick. I'll be here for you. He's texting me right now. This is adorable. Because he's just looking at the screen <laughs> and looking at his phone. Uh, no, it didn't crash, Patrick. No, I still hear you and see you. And see you. I wonder if how we're going to complete this. Because I'm definitely leaving this in the episode. If he's going to just ride it through. Oh, I'm losing him now. Damn it, that was adorable and funny for about two seconds. Alright, let's pump our brakes, pause this out, we'll get into Wonder Woman soon, we'll get into everything, and uh, and we'll get back to recording. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, that was an ordeo. But, it's okay. Recorder's up, Skype's up, we're cooking with gas now. Don't remember what we were saying when everything went to hell.
1: It was you were talking about the whole like uh, the number of listens and everything and oh, like whether or right. not. Yeah.
0: Well, so I so tell him Steve Dave's been talking about that a lot lately because they like to rag on Ming Chen from comic book men because he does like he does like four or five consistent podcasts every week. And then he has like a morning show thing and he obviously does comic. Anyways, they're always picking on him and uh talking about how he doesn't get anywhere close to them tell him steve dave gets like a hundred thousand listens per episode they put up and of course they do i mean that's not like surprising i'm not blown away by it but they're just like they're they're so nonchalant about it and if you listen to like the first three or four no 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 it's maybe it's like the fifth episode they're talking about how they had like no listens, and Kevin Smith was just like, "Hey, remember those guys that were in my movie? Well, I made them start a podcast on Smodcast, and uh, yeah, so here we go." And I was like, "Exactly,
1: <laughs> that's the thing. Is like if it was just those two dudes, nobody would give a flying fuck."
0: No, I it mean they just they like, would have like the people who are obsessed with like clerks that know no, no, no. The, or I'm not saying, clerks. They
1: never if they were never in a Kevin Smith. Movie, oh, of course, of course, if they just course, started yes. a podcast. Nobody would but give a shit. Even
0: <laughs> even without Kevin Smith saying anything, they had. A little bit of a following they had like a thousand up ep- per episode and that's because, of course you're gonna have the fanboys who know every piece of everything and they're like hey these two guys who are in that one quick thing whatever fairness,
1: i'm a fanboy, and i don't
0: listen to that. <laughs> but okay that's go. that's true um but then kevin smith was just like this was at like not the early stages but, but when smodcast was not the podcast, the podcast had been going on for a while, but the actual network that they built um, was really new, and he, and yeah, all he did was plug it once, and was like, check out Tell Him Steve Dave, and boom, their numbers just shot straight up to the, to the 50,000, 60,000, 70,000 per. It was absolutely absurd, which just goes to show, Kevin Smith says it all the time, it's who you know, not what you know, so.
1: Exactly. It's yeah. kind
0: of unfortunate, but live and learn. Either way, I was just impressed that we were getting a regular amount it's not like some episodes we only get 10 some episodes we get like 40 it's like every time we get about 25 to 30 and it just feels good and hopefully that keeps going up because that'd be fun that'd be really <laughs> fun i'm just i'm just saying
1: you know i have no idea of numbers so it's like it's whatever like i mean well i think it's funny The thing you were talking about before like the whole like, um, the difference between Gifted Punksters and Men of the Machine, mm-hmm. where I was like, um, and I, this is, I mean, it's stupid, because we already saw Wonder Woman in Reporter about it, but I was just like, to kind of illustrate the difference most clearly, uh, last night you were at Wonder Woman, and Kevin and I were at the Godfather, like, they did, like, <laughs> uh, um, uh, they showed what? the big screen.
0: Oh, uh, nah, wait, at, at AMC, right, in... No, or, I mean MC the bow, bow tie. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, I thought they only did those kind of. Th- oh, that's neat. It was. It was.
1: Uh, especially the 45th anniversary thing they were doing oh. in theaters across the country. This is one of them.
0: That's pretty cool. It was uh, a yeah. eight dollar movie night at the Mystic Theater down here in my in town. So we went with a bunch of friends, and it was. So uh, real quick before we start talking about Wonder Woman, one more thing. Okay. Did you? We can talk about this off, mic, too, or whatnot. But we were thinking of trying to create a gifted punksters network website. How's that? What's Kevin's feelings on that? How does that?
1: Well, as I said, I mean, until we have actual specifics, it's hard for me to you know, like, I basically just broached the idea with him yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, that's, that seems fine. That seems logical. Like that's, that's, that's fine. So <laughs> that like, it down? yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that wasn't, like, I can't like present him like a fucking business plan. We don't really have specifics. and so I'm just like, what do you think of this idea? We was right before we left for Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, "Yeah, that's that's that seems good. Like that seems logical." And I'm just like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, we'll all maintain it. We'll all do whatever." He was like, "Yeah." So that's here's
0: fine. here's what I was thinking. I think it'd be really cool. I don't want. What did I just say? My other podcast on there yet? Like maybe if that one gets more, um, like consistent. Not not that's a bad word. That sounds disrespectful. But if that one just becomes more uh, in depth, like this one is, like this one's kind of a huge fucking deal. If we can't make it. To get one out or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, whereas that one we're we are having like yeah yeah we're having like (laughs) scheduling (laughs) issues and whatnot with trying to get together sometimes so if that one gets up there then sure but for now it'd be cool gifted punksters men of the machine um our episodes we can we can't host them there but we can link them there and like have like a playable player so that if you want to listen to them through the website um i would like to do your guys's because you were talking about starting some sort of youtube show and that would be awesome same thing have those, the YouTube, like, because you can embed a YouTube video player in there, so you could uh, get uh, a page for those. And then I think it'd be, I think it'd be cool if there was a, a blog that everyone who was a part of it, Kevin, Kevin, and Patrick, each, like, week or each bi-weekly or monthly did their own post to the, to the blog.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I would definitely do that. I it'd mean, I already yeah, do that in Tumblr anyway. Exactly. So. That's
0: what I was... That's actually what made me think of it because I got a Tumblr and I don't know how to use this. So I don't really do anything on it. I know it's simple, but if I just download the app and start scrolling through like... Um, the reason I did it was Good Mythical Morning posts a lot of stuff to there and I wanted to see what it was. But other than that, I don't use it. But I knew that was like your... You know, Twitter is where you share all like the famous people's quotes and stuff like that. Facebook is where... You mostly just bitch at friends and, and tumblers where you actually have something to say. So I figured it would be, you would get a huge, because we're all very similar, but at the same time, extremely polar opposite people. Like, I can't say I have more in Kevin than I do with you or vice versa. Like, we're all just that nice, perfect Venn diagram of circles where we've got that one nice thing in the middle, otherwise three huge separate, me and Kevin have this, me and you have this, you and Kevin have this. So... That would be cool if, like, say say every week, Kevin put one up, then next week you put one up, then next week I did. Not only would, A, that not really stress anyone out that they have to have something fresh all the time, and B, you would get really cool perspectives on certain things, like different dynamics between the three of us. Like, you know, pick a topic and just go with it.
1: Fair enough. No, yeah, well, the thing. Like, I think you were saying, like, technically both Twitter and Tumblr are where I get my shit out, because, mm. like, Twitter is if I can put it in 140 where, or 140 characters, yeah, uh, which is challenging sometimes. Um, if I know I have something, like, if I have a lot to say, then I just go on Tumblr and just fucking just go off. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook, I don't fucking bother. Like, they, like, I technically, it's not really the bitch at Friends. I mostly fucking ignore Facebook at this point. Like, literally all I do with Facebook is I go and, like, I post, like, either pictures that I see or, like, articles that I see that I think are cool. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. Because, like, I, I, even people that I like have had to unfollow because they fucking irritate the shit out of me. Oh, yeah, I've had so to it's do like, that a uh,
0: handful. I have a lot of family members and stuff that I'm just like, I don't want to an- anything to do with what you say. Even people who I share
1: politics and shit with, mm-hmm. like, that I, that we are the same, annoy the shit out of me. Like, Justin, for example. Like, yeah, yeah, I had to, I, like, I had to stop unfollowing him because I, I had to stop following him because I'm just like, I literally can't look at your shit without getting really fucking irritated, so I'm just going to not look at it. Well, if it was, like, one a day—
0: not a big deal. If it was three a day, slightly big deal, but not that big a deal. When it's 15 a day, kind of Mm. a big deal, and I don't want to see it. But yes, I agree. So um, yeah, I think that's just synopsis. I think that's a good way to A, keep it low key. We would literally just have to have links to all of our stuff that goes up and like embedded players, and then blog. Mm, Done. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know how to like, that's something I'd have to get help with on like, denison has a bunch of domains but like purchasing a domain because i don't want to be freaking like blogspot.giftedpunksters.google.com bullshit like i want an actual website that's ours giftedpunksters.com i'm assuming that's the name that would be the easiest to do with the top with
1: I'm down with either Gifted Punksters or Gifted Machines. So, either way. Oh, I like
0: that. I don't want to, it was you guys first. So, like if the idea of it being Gifted Punksters does kind of suck, I'm like, "Oh, that doesn't like if I'm telling people, "Hey, yeah, go check out giftedpunksters.com." That's like it's cannibalizing my own thing. You know what I mean? Mm. But but that's also good for all of us. So, it's 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 just me being a little bitch, but I'm cool with anything. I'm cool with anything.
1: Well, see, I'll, I'll run past him. I mean, I, but I don't mind gifted machines. I think that also sounds cool. So, like, either way works for me.
0: Cool. Well, so, so yeah, that would be fun. But that's not why we're here today. <laughs> I just, I, there was one other thing that when right before I hit record, I was like, oh, I really wanted to bring this up, and it just slipped my mind. Might come back to me. Not really that concerned with it. Uh, yes. So, Wonder Woman, back up, womp womp. First off, her music. My favorite thing in the world, and it was when she was introduced in the Doomsday fight. That's irrelevant. Don't want to talk about that. What did you? So I didn't get. I have. I've left you. I just did. All I said was, "Was it good?" And your exact response was, "Twas rad." So that's all I've gotten from you. I didn't get far enough into your episode at all to hear any sort of opinions. So just give me the skinny.
1: Well, that's the. That's like the. Whole... It's not just you. It was like basically like. Um... I, had to, I literally kept telling Justin to shut the fuck up when we were driving home uh, from Row One mm. because, um, like, that's been a thing with Gifted Punksters um, since, really, like, since the beginning, is, like, if, if left to our own devices during the drive home from the movie, like, if, if, we're, if, if we're going in Saratoga especially, to Kevin's house to record, mm-hmm. we'll have unpacked the entire fucking movie. So, like, we made it... I can't remember exactly which one, like, the first one we did it, but it was just, like... I literally before we got the car, I'm like, no discussion of it until we get to your house. Yeah. And he was like, okay. And then like uh we were going and that's been like a thing. Basically we'll even sit in dead silence if we have to, just to like fucking. Well, on get our home car ride
0: and... home from um uh, killing, joke. killing joke, we played like yeah. Desert Island and stuff so that we could not talk about it.
1: Yeah, and like we were driving home from Rogue One, and just like I was like, Justin, shut the fuck up! Like, seriously, like it's like because you get either of us talking about it, then we're just gonna fuck up the entire thing. There's no way to stop. On. And
0: then when you get to record, you're like, well, you don't want to say it twice, even though you exactly. realize you kind of have to for the sake of recording. Exactly.
1: Um, uh, yeah, so that's why like uh, after Wonder Woman, like I, I I texted you and I texted Joe from work because you like because everybody wanted to know, and I was just like, okay, so I'll give you like basically the basics, and I'm just gonna get my own shit out there, okay. but um. But yeah, the main thing the, thing, the thing that I said, not Kevin said, the thing that I said was, um, it reminded me of like the 90s Disney movies I grew up on, like Rocketeer and like uh, like the Stephen Herrick's Three Musketeers with uh, Tim Curry and uh, Char- Charlie Sheen and Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, um, like stuff like that, where it's like, it's very, it's got like this kind of moral core to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't go too far into like, full blown like like there's action and then there's like fucking like Batman for Superman action where it's like Batman and Superman trying to
0: kill each other. Yes. Where it's like too far. Too too far. Too, too far. <laughs> um... <laughs> Although I was I won't lie, it took so long to finally get to the real fighting I wanted to see. Cause well, I'll, uh, you go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm doing it again. Let me back up.
1: <laughs> but yeah, but um like this one is like the, it's like the nice balance that I kind of grew up on where it's just like it's like um rather than an action movie, it's like an adventure movie. Like yes. if that makes sense, I mean from a, a genre standpoint. Um like it it's it's got a lighter tone and not like and not even just like lighter like I feel like Suicide Squad is in a lot of ways lighter than Batman Superman and Man of Steel, mm-hmm. but it's also darker in a lot of ways. Like this one as a whole, it's a much like, it's very much like a brighter kind of film. And I, I don't know how much of it's a reaction to, uh, the reaction of Man of Steel and everything. Mm-hmm. And Batman vs Superman. I don't know how much that is. I would guess a lot, but I, it very well might've been, this might've been the way it was from Jump Street. Who the hell knows? But no, like I thought it was awesome. And like, it literally like, I knew Patty Jenkins was a good director. I didn't know she could pull that off. I do think that like, The thing that Kevin and I talked about when we were, like, I was dropping him off from The Godfather last night was, um, like, the second act of Wonder Woman is amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. it's above approach. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the second and third acts...
0: First and third.
1: First and and third acts are fine. I like them. The whole movie is good. Yeah. But, like, the second act is... That's all killer, no filler. It's just, like, the first and third, I have problems with both ends of it. Like, Mm -hmm. basically, but, like, the middle is fantastic. Um... But yeah, like, I definitely really liked it. I definitely like, I, there's elements of it that I still think, like, I saw all the Ares being Professor Lupin thing coming miles away. Mm-hmm. But I was, but it's still kind of, it's, it's it was well done just because you wouldn't think that Professor Lupin was going to be Ares.
0: <laughs> and they didn't try <laughs> to, like, turn him into this more buff thing or anything. They just kept him as he was and covered him in armor. It was badass. Yeah,
1: That, that was like uh, when Goldberg first came back. I actually read recently the reason he kept wearing the leather jacket was because uh, he didn't have the size mm-hmm. and he didn't want to disappoint people. So mm-hmm. he want, so he just kept wearing the leather jacket to kind of give you the impression that he still looked like he did. The illusion of like, muscles. I was like, well played, because I was really annoyed that he was wearing the leather jacket, but that actually does make sense. Um, so that's what they kind of do with Aries, where it's like you put like a skinny Professor Lupin in like a yeah. giant fucking suit of armor. He looks like yeah. a badass. You fight Wonder Woman. um, But yeah, I thought Gal uh, Gadot was... Fantastic. Oh. I thought Chris Pine was fucking amazing. Um
0: almost cried. No joke. Almost cried oh, yeah. at the end. Oh my goodness.
1: When he said like when they show uh, his side of the conversation, I did uh, I almost did cry. And then um actually the the uh not howling commandos or the not easy company, I guess for for going with DC of like uh, Steve's little team, mm-hmm. I really like those guys. And like the thing that actually, I think I yeah, said. Yes,
0: Bud was on the team, and that was freaking phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> the thing
1: I said about, the thing I said on Punsters was I was like, they all have very the thing I liked. They all have very distinct personalities, and I care about all of them. Whereas like the Howling Commandos in uh, when they used them in First Avenger. Mm-hmm. literally there's the I, okay basically there's the black one the french one like well you just go on, on the list like they're really with the exception of like uh dum-dum do you don't really know anything about any of them and even you don't even know that much about dum-dum dum-dum it's just a matter of if you've read the comics you kind of attach knowing dum-dum yeah um which i guess is true for all of them but i don't i never really re- grew up on like um nick fury stuff it was mostly just Nick Fury appeared in other books I read. Yeah. So like, that's whatever. That's my own thing. But yeah, like this one, um, all three of those guys, like the actor, Spud, and, or i don't call like the actor, the sniper and the Indian, yeah. uh, the guide are all like, I care about all of them and they're all very distinct, which is really cool because you don't often get that in this kind of a movie where it's like front, front and center, Wonder woman. And then like everybody else kind of doesn't matter. Like everybody in this movie mattered and that was cool. Cause like that's, that's the thing that kind of drives me nuts about a lot of things in terms of not just like superhero films, but films in general now, like especially action films where it's like, they don't really give a shit about any character except for like the main character and maybe like their love interest, like yeah. everything else that's the villain. Yeah. And like, that's literally it. Like everybody else is there basically just to serve the plot, to move the plot along. Mm-hmm. And that drives me fucking insane. Cause it's like, uh, that's not. The, I mean, because really, the way it's supposed to work is that characters drive plot. Plot is supposed to drive characters. Like it's supposed mm-hmm. to be like, basically, like it was basically real people are creating these incidents and this this the ball was rolling. Yeah. Based on people's choices and what they do, um, which is cool. In this movie, they actually did it did matter. And then, then yeah, like the Steve Trevor uh, Wonder Woman dynamic. I really because I, I think that drove me fucking insane before I saw this when people were like. Oh god! I hope they don't fucking do like the love story thing. I'm like, to me, mm-hmm. the love story between Steve Trevor and and Diana uh, of the mascara is almost as iconic, maybe a tiny bit more on a personal level, um, as Clark Kent and Lois Lane or Superman and Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that is that that was the thing that pissed me off mm-hmm. most when they did New 52. And they basically just shit can that entire relationship where they basically like they just kind of like um, addresses that like, they broke up. And it was clearly all it's the same thing that they did with Superman and Lois Lane. because clearly they wanted to put Superman and Wonder Woman together, which I get from like a business level, because it's like that's and even as like a story level, because it means it's like it makes sense, but at the same time, like to shit can these relationships that have existed for longer than any of us have been alive, even the fucking people publishing the comics have been alive. Is really fucking irritating to me on a very personal level. So the fact that it was treated so well in this movie made me really really happy.
0: Mm-hmm. I I was so Franny actually talked about that. So like the whole like sex scene, which isn't a sex scene at all. It's just it it implied. Um, yeah, they go up in the room, close the door. He's about to walk out. He's like, oh, actually, I think I'll stay. Ooh la la. And then they have one kiss and it fades out. Franny was actually upset. She's like, what? What? I was I. I want to know what's going on. And I was like, "Really, Franny? You want to know? Come on!" And this isn't we're...
1: Batman versus Superman, yeah. Franny. We don't <laughs> yeah. have people like just like getting into bathtubs, each other. all right? <laughs> yeah. So
0: as that went on, I was like, or I mean, as the movie went on, and obviously, p- p- huge spoiler alert: he, uh, I keep Trevor sacrifices himself and dies. She was like, "I didn't get to see anything that I wanted." I was like, "Franny, this isn't a romantic comedy. Like, this is a superhero <laughs> story, okay?" he's the first man she ever saw yes you know they they share this dynamic of wanting to save people that's that's really all you need i understand the comic standpoint would have probably been better to see if i knew the stomach comic sorry story better but just coming from going into it reading all the reviews and all the pre-hype like you said there was so much shit where people were were like i don't want to see another woman uh being persuaded by a man and shit like this and they did a very good job of not doing that they might have gone too far in keeping them two separate but i was just had to keep it telling her i'm like this is a god wonder woman is a god she fights alongside superman and batman she is not worried about these goofy hijinks falling off a tandem bicycle while eating ice cream on the beach like that's not how this plays out in this movie i, I mean getting... she's a demigod
1: but sorry like... sorry demigod
0: bait virtually a god
1: well, yes, but I'm just saying because like that was they actually followed the because uh, that wasn't a thing like my entire childhood and really my entire life until um, the New 52. Mm. Uh, there was that that was that bullshit story of like she was molded from clay by Hippolyta. Um, it wasn't until Brian Azzarello relaunched it in the New 52. That they did the story where um, she actually was Zeus and um, Hippolyta's child. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which so, do you like, prefer?
0: Did the movie do it better for you, or would you have preferred to be an actual child?
1: No, that's what it was. I, mean, I think like, that's what it was in the movie, where they basically just, like, they had... They, they, that's the whole reason that she grew up and everything, was because Hippolyta, even though she didn't say anything, clearly got it on with Zeus, and that was oh, why Ares so fucking they got
0: So you got the best of both worlds. You got the story about the clay stuff, but then you yeah. also got the implication that, nope, this is a real... This, 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 was, this was done the right way.
1: Yeah. Nice. And that was the whole thing. That's why, like... Um, can I, can, I, I, can I actually say that to Kevin before? Like, while we were watching it? I'm like, I'm curious if they're going to, like, do... Because the thing is like, both the Marvel movies and the DC movies um, have been all about, like, um, kind of the 2000s. Which is awesome, because that's, like, kind of... I mean, as much as, like, Kevin and I are saying, it's just because, like, how... Kevin's saying it's basically it's when we were kind of coming of age. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I honestly think that when you, like, take a step back and, like, you look at history... I think the 2000s will be really important in terms of comics. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably the, the best era of comics since the 80s, and maybe more important slightly. I guess maybe not more important, but more consistent. Okay. Um, because I mean, obviously, we don't have necessarily like Watchmen or Dark Knight Returns or Sandman. But oh, I'm just saying. But like, but we do have from across the board. Like, there was a handful of years where, in my mind, Marvel and DC were the best they've ever been, like in mm-hmm. terms of the storytelling. So, like. They've kind of been pulling a lot from that. And so I was just curious if they're going to 52, go with New 52 on it or if they're going to go, like, classic on it. And I was glad, wasn't the surprise, that, like, they kind of kept the New 52 aspects. Because I'm just like... Because that, that's the thing always wrote, always wrote me. They always like, really, Clay? That's all right. Well, they did... <laughs> I mean,
0: that's not even the only thing. They did everything... More, so I'm in this very awful... We've talked about this on the podcast a handful of times. I am in the nonstop fight, as are you, of defending DC against every fucking person surrounding me, mostly at work, obviously, who's like, oh, no, they're not really my movies. Like, I didn't even see Batman vs Superman, and, and Suicide Squad was, you know, overhyped and this stuff. I'm like, first off, because they always compare it to Iron Man. Everybody has such a hard-on for Iron Man at work, and I get it. I have a hard-on for Robert Downey Jr., don't really care about Iron Man. They just are just splooging everywhere for all of it. And I don't... So, this movie is is like finally so good that I just want people to be able to separate it from Marvel stop comparing it to and just let it be it's own damn thing
1: well I think the whole thing is like um, see you were different than me because I was like most people that have like bitched if I don't respect their opinion or if I don't Like fucking think that they're worth talking to. I just don't. Like it's like I've had people bitching about Batman vs Superman and uh, Suicide Squad since they came out, Mm. and it's like if I respect you, I'll like talk about it with you. But like if you're just some like just like I think I've seen um, two girls particular um, on Facebook like right after um, Wonder Woman, they saw Wonder Woman, they were just like DC finally made a good movie, thank God. I'm just like I'm not fucking debating with you. I was just like I was like whatever. I was just like. Just because like, I, I, cause I definitely think, I'm not gonna say that uh, Batman membership Superman or Suicide Squad aren't incredibly flawed, because yeah. they are. But the problem was that the way, and I've said it before, the way society is now, everything's either the best thing ever, the worst thing ever, mm-hmm. and there is just no fucking shades of gray. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if you think Batman vs Superman is the worst fucking movie ever. I can give you some movies that are legitimately <laughs> the worst fucking movie ever for you to compare. Yeah. Like, so just suck a fucking dick. Like, just shut the fuck up. Like, it's like, yeah. it's like, until you can actually understand levels of good and bad, yeah. I don't want to hear from you. Like, I, I have nothing. That's why, like, people's opinion on Wonder Woman, like, they're just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't care. Like, I have nothing yeah. to say to you. Like, yeah. it's like the people that like, I, like, like, you, like, Cardinal, um, often Justin, like there's like a handful of people who like i give a shit and like Mm. if you are talking about it in a way that i'm just like okay i respect what you're saying then like then i will talk back but most i'm just like okay whatever that's fine moving on next story yes yeah i don't give a shit
0: well this one so i'm excited to go and tell people about it too because almost everyone at work saw it and everyone was relatively impressed with it but they kept pulling the same comparison nonsense I see what you're saying. I don't have a problem with the third act, though, with the with the second being the best, because without a doubt it is. So, Wonder Woman, in Batman v. Man, she's dashing around super quick, cutting off arms, punching things, knocking buildings over, and you're like, oh my god, it's crazy. The movie, d- it takes forever to get her there, which isn't bad. I mean, there's a point to it. She doesn't know who she is, yada yada. They explained it really well. But the first act to me was just like, it's not that it was bad, it's just that it felt almost insignificant. Like it was over so fast. It was it was, you know, like little girl, then then teenager, then adult and then oh, wow, she did, she passes and finds out that she has this power by clanging in her bracelet. Oh, and then there's a guy done, she's out of it. Like it felt so rushed that that was my that's my only beef.
1: Well, at the same time, I mean, I don't know how you really And I mean, I don't think it's I think Patty Jenkins did a good job, but I'm just like at the same time I'm like it's kind of difficult I mean people have done it in comics but it's somewhat kind of like difficult to make the Paradise Island or Themyscira or whatever mm-hmm. uh, stuff interesting just because like there's not really a conflict per se most of the time like it's mostly just like that's the whole thing it's like, and you have a superhero so basically the whole kind of point is to get them into like a superhero superhero conflict like that's mm-hmm. the whole kind of thing so, like, that's the whole thing with, like, the Paradise Island Themyscira stuff is, like, it's fine, but you... especially I will say this has been the most patient DC has been, because um, that's the thing that fucking drove me insane about the jump from Man of Steel to Batman vs Superman, where it's, like, they wanted to do a Man of Steel sequel, but they also wanted to basically get to their own, like, fucking version of Avengers as soon as possible so the reason that Steel or I'm sorry Batman Superman doesn't completely work is because they jammed so much shit together to try to make this like fucking universe happen that like really the whole point kind of gets lost because it's like it's so many things at once it's so
0: scattered and disjointed. it'd be like skipping Winter Soldier and going straight to Civil War
1: what yeah that's the whole thing it's like the whole reason that like Avengers worked was because fucking kevin feige had a plan and had patience where it was like we do this movie then we do this movie then we do this mm-hmm. movie like it's five movies and then you have the avengers mm-hmm. and then like there was three movies until avengers 2 and then it's like blah, blah blah i'm like that's very fucking like there's a patient laid out plan and like the advantage that fox marvel has is that they've already had like years and years of the x-men universe so they kind of can jump things forward just by virtue of the fact that like they already have all these pieces in place It's just a matter of you to is yeah, isn't there a the new x-men movie further.
0: coming out A new,
1: yeah, they're uh, they're doing the Dark Phoenix, yeah, that's the main, yeah, yeah. it's
0: called called like New Mutants or something. Oh, that's a different thing, that's a different team.
1: New Mutants is, yeah, it's a different team. Okay, um,
0: doesn't matter, we're talking about Wonder Woman
1: that existed in the comics, too. Um, but yeah, like, but the thing is, DC, like, they could have been doing this forever Mm because DC um, has been owned by Warner Brothers for at least as long as I've been alive. Mm -hmm. I don't know the exact date. But we could have, it almost did, because um, when, when Kevin Smith wrote uh, Superman Lives, like, there was, like, or when we were trying to make Superman Lives, there was a part in there from um, Michael Keaton to come back and play, like, Bruce Wayne Batman, and, like, but the movie never fucking happened, like, it just kind of mutated and mutated from all these different times where it didn't happen mm. until we got Man of Steel,
0: So, like... Or, no. um, No, we got um Superman Returns. Oh, Superman...
1: Yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. But, okay, yes, fair enough. But, Superman Returns essentially kind of shit-canned all of that and just kind of, like, did a Donner... Basically, like, there was... The good Superman movies, the original ones, there was Superman 1 and then Superman 2, which were Richard Donner's movies. Mm -hmm. But, like, halfway through shooting Superman 2, he got fired. Well, actually, I guess he was shooting them back-to-back, so it was whatever, but um, he got fired, so somebody else finished it, which is why it's yeah and then like three is utter shit and then four is even worse and basically like what brian singer did was he was like i love superman one and two i want to make like basically what richard donner would have done for superman three mm-hmm. and so like i don't even really consider i feel like man of steel was the, the full reboot that they okay. were looking for okay um but that's the whole thing is like but they were so fucking hell-bent on getting this fucking universe happening that like they just fucking just threw it. I'm like, you could have done this forever ago. You could have been doing this for like 30 years. You could have at any point in any of the Batman movies had Superman show up or Green Lantern or the Flash or Wonder Woman. Like you could have had this, but you didn't. Or even and, just and then reference. Then saw...
0: Even just start start the yeah. drops, the name drops.
1: Because even because I think like because then you saw Marvel do it, and you're like, holy shit! Like we like they made a billion dollars. We need to fucking do this. And that's thing, and it worked to their detriment. Like not, I'm not saying Destiny won't be awesome because. It probably will be, especially since now Joss Whedon's taking it over. Yeah, but, all, unfortunately,
0: uh, all he got to do was like edits and stuff like that. But still,
1: right now he's doing the reshoots, and everything that I have read is it's way more than like simple like. Pick-ups. Oh, he's like, asking like
0: he's like, "Come on, nope, do this again, come on."
1: Not the whole movie from scratch, but he's definitely putting his own stamp on. And
0: and he's and he's the guy from here on out. Like, it's not just him doing the reshoots for justice league like he's also the the basically writer for almost ev- all things dc now
1: we'll see but i mean that's the thing that's what he was for marvel and that's why i think it's funny that like um apparently um because he apparently he went to kevin feige like when he got like this kind of like the at least the batgirl gig and was like so they've offered me this i like want to do it but i don't want to like whatever and, and Foggy's like no just go make the best Bat- batgirl movie you can mm-hmm. um and that's the thing. It's like I do find it funny that like <laughs> like he was supposed to do Wonder Woman back in the day. Like they were like they were developing Wonder Woman in the 2000s with Joss Whedon writing and directing it, and it's never got off the ground. It's one of the million DC things that never got off the ground. Yeah. Um, but uh, the whole thing was that like basically he was doing he was basically he was Marvel's guy from Captain America: First Avenger until uh, Age of Ultron. Like he basically had a major say and in oftentimes rewriting all of those things. And then he had such a bad falling out because basically five, you get pushing shit on him for, uh, uh, age of Ultron. Like the thing is like, everybody points to in age of Ultron, Kevin, especially keeps fucking harping on it. Is like the little, like the scene with like Thor and the vision of the infinity stones and everything. But that wasn't Whedon's. Like that was the whole thing is like the, 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 everything that I've heard is basically like we wanted no part of that shit. And they were like, well, we need this for the Extended Universe thing. And he's like, I, but it doesn't work in this fucking movie. And they were like, okay, well, you're going to do this, or we're going to basically take out all the farmhouse stuff. Like, which is basically the whole, like, kind of bread the and butter. Best of the best part, yeah. When exactly. you
0: find, like, the whole Hawkeye Walk like storyline that's just amazing.
1: Yeah. All the character stuff, basically. And he was like, fine, fuck it. And that pushed him to a place where, like, he basically like he didn't i don't know if he, like, he basically just kind of like bailed on marvel and then dc apparently having the fucking good sense to be like well <laughs> like how you doing there pal come on we over were... here and i mean that's and that's honestly what comics were like for like the 2000s especially yeah where when, you had... like you're always
0: talking about freaking this one writer you'll say he was writing i, I don't know freaking iron man and then you'll be like oh he also did this amazing green lantern run i'm like wait they can do that Wait, wait, well, that was what? The
1: thing is, like, you had, like, um, basically for a while, like, Grant Morrison was at Marvel doing, uh, well, first he started with JLA, really, as far as his mainstream superhero stuff, um, and then he kind of jumped across the street and did um, this really cool new X-Men run, um, and then kind of jumped back across it and he was, I think, was like it was, like, that was the whole thing that kind of worked with everybody, except for, like, Bendis was firmly entrenched at Marvel, and Jeff Johns was, like, firmly entrenched at DC, but, like, everybody else kind of just kind of, like, went from place to place to place to place when and honestly check yeah and that well i mean just the chance to kind of like when you want to do other things you don't want to get creatively stifled like
0: yeah
1: there you go and that thing is like this is kind of like the closest thing to like what kind of comics were in the 2000s where it's like well joss whedon's over gonna make dc good <laughs> like making dc great again yeah it's gonna Uh-oh. be amazing
0: i think it'll be amazing and i didn't realize after watching it I, I realized it but i didn't realize Zack snyder was such a big part of wonder woman too I mean... He's got credits on, know. like, virtually everything. I know that I doesn't know. mean much, but...
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, you, I don't know how much he actually had to do with it as much as, like, I think at first they thought he was gonna be there, like, Feige, mm-hmm. and then people shit so hard on Batman for Superman, they were like, oh, fuck. They were like, we yeah. can't, we, this, this guy ain't gonna work for us. Yeah. And so then it was just kind of, like, quietly kind of moving away. Yeah. Um is like because originally they announced uh, Justice League Parts 1 and 2, and then, like, uh, once he was actually doing Justice League, they were like, I don't know what it's doing. Like, this is just Justice League. It's a movie. And I was like, because they don't want you to do po- two parts. so <laughs>
0: This, they was, probably still this have is to your last it, shot, buddy, all right? Which, uh-oh. unfortunately, he didn't get his last shot. I wish he had. but I know. mean,
1: in the end, it's not going to be, be Weedon's movie. It's
0: not going to be uh, Slater's movie. It's going to no. be both
1: of their movies. Oh, like, oh, yeah, so of it's course. Like, um, so, like, we'll see how it turns out. But, like, that's the whole thing is, like, I don't think his sensibilities were ever really right- for like superhero stuff like because that's the thing i thought was insane when i first saw um i've started before like when i saw man of steel where it's just like it kind of reminded me like you have you seen you've seen In- evening kevin smith at this point right
0: yes yes I have. okay
1: when he tells the story of uh when he first got hired for the superman job and he was like um meeting with john peters and they were like who would you cast for superman he's like right now and he was like yeah it's like it's like did you see uh, sean penn in uh, dead man walking he's like yeah he's like well that would be he has the cold dead eyes of a fucking killer and then like uh <laughs> like <"It's> superman <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah liam neeson like, let's make liam neeson superman so that's oh, the whole thing it is,
1: it is like when like when i f- saw um man of steel i was like how the fuck do they make superman dark and then i watched it again and I was like, oh, they didn't make Superman dark. They made everything around Superman dark. Mm-hmm. So it kind of colors Superman in some way. But Superman is still Superman. Like, it definitely yeah. feels like Henry Cavill feels it's like so Superman amazing. And he's In bent. a way that nobody has felt like Superman since Christopher Eve. But the problem is that everything around him is so fucking dark that you kind of have to, like... Like, I don't have a problem. Like, a lot of people shit on the whole thing where he killed Zod. And I was like, honestly, it makes sense for the story they're telling. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why they told that story. I was just like... Fair
0: enough.
1: Like, it's like, why would, like, a Superman story get to a point where you have to do that? Like, where you, like, that's the whole thing is, like, you put him in a position where he has to make that choice. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like the crystallization of, like, that's how you get the whole Superman doesn't kill thing. But I was like, how the fuck do you get to a point in a fucking Superman movie? where you have to have superman fucking snap a guy's neck. Yeah. Like how fucked up is that? Like that was my thing with it. It was it was just like
0: I mean to be fair, he killed Doomsday and that's in the Doomsday story.
1: But the Doomsday thing is different because Doomsday
0: was basically just essentially just a killing machine. A machine, like, not a not a person.
1: Yeah, it's basically like a biomechanical weapon essentially. Yeah. So it's like it's like killing a beast. Like you don't want to do it, but mm-hmm. like it's not killing a person like with thoughts and feelings. Like, mm-hmm. um, so real like,
0: quick, real quick, because they talked yeah. about this at work. Because I was talking about Batman versus Superman and everybody was uh, mi- misinterpreting a bunch of things. So in the movie, the spear, the, the Kryptonian spear that he Batman's going to use to kill him.
1: It's not Kryptonian. It's Kryptonian. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> Kryptonite spear. Sorry, sorry,
0: sorry. Uh, that he's going to use to kill him. If you get it close to Superman, he starts getting all woozy, and he's like, "Oh, buddy, I feel weird." And yet he picks that spear up and dashes with it. Is it just because of how quick he does it, or is it because it's farther away from him, or like why is well, he I think weakened?
1: No, I'm not saying he is weakened. I'm thinking. I'm thinking he probably is weakened. He just at that point, it's like when you're making like a suicide run. Like it's every bit of adrenaline is just kind of like fucking yeah. like it's like all whatever. that's left in you, yeah. <laughs> yeah like he, he knows he's dead so he's just pushing every part of himself yeah to like to the point where he's just like fuck it because <laughs> yeah, he clearly okay. is affected by it like if you been if I mean like if you watch he's clearly affected by the fucking spear the kryptonite mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just that he's not like he's not letting it stop what he has to do
0: yeah i haven't watched it in a while but i want to after watching wonder woman i want to watch it again
1: yeah because i watched it the other day i watched it like a week or so ago because i was just like fuck it i haven't watched this in a while um but yeah, like that's the thing, is like I and again I, I like the movie, but I, that's like but if you like listen to like, the original like these punk series ones, um like Kevin's like it's like, well we both love the movie. Like don't fucking put words in my mouth. Like I was like I <laughs> like it a lot. Love is not a word I would he use. He loves it, serious, right? Kevin Yes. Yes, okay. I have serious fucking problems with it. Yeah. Um like and I and again but I but I do like it. Like I don't think and my my problems aren't fucking like, oh Ben Affleck and Batman is stupid. Like that's Ben so Affleck is fucking- Batman
0: is wonderful, but okay. That I'm
1: saying, like he's he's fine. I I don't think anyone will be ever be as good as Christian Bale, but like I would put Ben Affleck up against um, like Michael Keaton. I would say like they're on the same level, Um, and Michael Keaton is probably
0: the second best live action Batman. So, I love Michael Keaton. I'm so ready for Spider Man. I haven't been ready at all for Spider Man. I don't even care a little bit, but after I just I'm just in the mood for more superheroes right now is all. I'm, and that's the next one, and I'm just like I just gotta have it, man. I gotta have it.
1: what well, is the thing? I've been the only person. Like, well, I guess Kevin and I. Wait, when um, is it? It's soon, right? July seventh. Yeah. Ah, uh, not that now. soon, but yeah. Um, but that was the thing is like uh, because everybody was like, because that's like both Kevin and I were like, it's like fuck yeah, Spider Man this year. Everyone just like it's like Guardians of the Galaxy or like Wonder Woman. I'm just okay. like. I don't think you understand. <laughs> like, I'd I would say,
0: like, I'd say Wonder Woman was better than Guardians.
1: Um, I don't think that's true. Um, on a filmic level, I don't think that's true. I, I mean, you could I, I think it's super enjoyable. I think mm. Guardians is a much better film. Um, but also it's like it's kind of hard to compare. Just, I mean, they're so. Oh, of course, different. yeah.
0: I don't like uh, the whole comparison thing. I'm just saying, as far as like, so every year, like last year, we did, we talked about it and stuff. Deadpool was my favorite movie last year for superheroes. Uh probably followed by, like, Doctor Strange, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to think back through. No. Because yeah. last year was Batman vs. Superman and Suicide Squad and Apocalypse. I don't know. Anyways, this year so far, Wonder Woman's number one. And there's a, it's a small sample size. Spider-Man will see how that does it. And then what else do we got? We got Thor 3, and then we've got Justice League. So, oh, buddy, I forgot how much we still have to watch. I completely forgot about all that. Yeah? Oh. the only the, <laughs> One other problem I did have with Wonder Woman was at times there was like, I don't want to say bad acting, but kind of like lazy acting, I guess. Like at certain points, I just didn't, there was awesome, really good parts. Chris Pine, like you said, he was, he was awesome. He was phenomenal for pretty much the entire thing. But sometimes I just, I don't know, maybe it was Gal Gadot and like she's supposed to be portraying a kind of confused person. So maybe I mistook that as bad acting, but I was just like, wow, you really don't look like you're in this at all right now really what's like the, the whole thing
1: i'd said because like um i knew her first from um
0: fast and the furious when
1: they, yeah when they cast her as one woman i was like the chick from the fast and the glass like, like from fast and the furious four through six mm-hmm. that's who we're casting as one Woman, but she stepped up when i oh my god she was way. amazing even from Batman members superman she stepped up in a huge way mm-hmm. and i was like and
0: for most of the reshoots, shoots she was five months pregnant and they had to put a green screen cloth around her big tummy, like she wore the whole thing with just a green screen cloth green screen cloth around her tummy, so that way they could edit in like the abs. Yeah, was so cool.
1: Well, that's the thing. It's like, but I, I, definitely like. I'm not saying it's like a phenomenal performance, like, mm. but I mean, it's I. It was damn good. It was way better than I that I would have expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, she carried that fucking movie in a way that I didn't know. And the thing is, the thing I think is cool. Is going like thinking forward to Justice League is, um, it was something that kind of was, um, implied a little bit at the end of Dawn of Justice, but like, um, and it kind of implied by the trailers. Well, like, the thing that I think is gonna be really cool is the idea that, um, with Justice League, basically, um, Batman is the brains and mm-hmm. Wonder Woman is the muscle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the fact that a guy the brains and a girl is the muscle is fucking awesome yeah the exact opposite very, of all tropes exactly. that usually happens it's fundamentally awesome yeah. and that makes me really fucking oh happy my that god so
0: thing. they sh- like i said as they showed her get stronger and stronger like at first she she's running normal but not super fast and then she like realizes she has to save someone and that gives her more of her godliness and she starts getting more intense and you know, she builds it up when they do the whole shield thing with the tank door and she jumps up and breaks the bell tower. I would that was the first time in that movie that I was floored. I was like, holy shit.
1: Wonder- what I'm saying, the, the second act, like really, I mean, the, the entire No Man's Land, basically everything. The No Man's uh, Land was excellent. Everything basically when she finally becomes Wonder Woman, like mm-hmm. when she stops being Diana and, and always has Diana perfect hair
0: forever. <laughs>
1: Um, was well, I like the line with Edda Candy? was like, "Oh great, some specs. That'll make you forget she's the most <laughs> beautiful woman you've ever seen in your life." Uh-oh.
0: She was wonderful. This was this was the start of them doing something slightly Marvel esque in that movie. Was the 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 comedic w- relief of that freaking whatever her name was? You already said it, but well, she Etta, was Edda oh.
1: Candy has always been a character in
0: the comics. Like, yeah, she was wonderful though. It it reminded me of the uh, the Hispanic guy in Ant Man oh yeah like <laughs> yeah, that's what name i name felt name. like the whole time i was like this is perfect this is so good
1: well that was the thing is like and the thing is funny i didn't really know that character until um there's a recent What i really recommend everybody check out you especially but like everybody um recently dc's been doing um these like earth one books where they're kind of like in their own continuity like they're they're not touched is that by superman like
0: superman earth one i have part of that yes okay. yes
1: the okay. superman earth one was the first one and, uh, but yeah, the Wonder Woman Earth one is fucking phenomenal. And, uh, they used a Candy in that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I, I like that character. And then, um, so when she showed up in like the trailer, it's like, oh, cool. Like, I'm glad that character's in this movie. Um, but yeah, like, they, like I was, again, that's the, thing, the, thing I, the thing I think is, is interesting is like, really, with the exception of, I guess, um, the original, uh, villain who is, uh, Denny Houston, uh the nazi yes uh um, no not the no, nazi no, no, free nazi sorry <laughs> yes. it's so uh-huh. weird to
0: see germans as the bad guys and not immediately go nazi it's just yeah, hard to do it's a slight stereotype uh, but it's hard to do
1: uh ludendorff um yes. that's very one note character but like really every other character in the movie really um is interesting on some level which is cool mm-hmm. like this is cool to see
0: yeah everybody and professor or dr poison lives so she's hopefully we, i wonder if we'll see her again obviously it was like 60 years before or 70 years before no it was like 100 years before batman yeah. vs superman so i yeah. doubt it but there's a chance i mean she makes potions she makes that potions that gets them all star- strong and what is that a thing in the comics the little vial of like strength juice uh
1: i mean i'm sure they've done it It's it, the thing it's actually closest to is like i've said to kevin we were watching it
0: is crystal um, methamphetamines they just get you going
1: no um There was a thing that uh, Bendis did, and it's kind of died off, which is annoying, but uh, I don't think they ever really said why. But there was a thing that Bendis introduced in the comics um, and Marvel, it was called MGH, where it was a mutant growth hormone, where it was a... A drug that everybody was doing that basically would give you temporarily, superpowers, like whatever. It would just mutate your DNA and give you superpowers. So
0: if you were a mutant, it would give you whatever that version of you. Well, would no, have. If, you're a super, if you're if you are a mutant, it won't do anything for you. But okay. if you
1: aren't a mutant, it'll basically stimulate something in you. Okay, kind of. Um, oh,
0: oh, kind of like in Deadpool the 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 stuff that they inject him and then torture them. Oh so yeah, that yeah. It, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so like that's kind of the closest I can compare it to because I said this, Kevin, we were watching him like MGH, <laughs> but. um... I was like, oh wait, wrong universe. Um, but no, uh, that's the thing is like I, the thing I actually really want to see most in like future movies is because um, the thing that Gail Simone, who's like one of the kind of most iconic Wonder Woman Wonder Woman writers, mm-hmm. of, like the last many years, uh, she had said, and I totally agree with her, that like they need to do a Wonder Woman movie. They need to use Doctor Psycho and Peter Dinklage needs to be Doctor Psycho. Who's Doctor Psycho? Googling it right now um fine google it but like if you look at the picture it looks like peter dinklage and that was never like it was before that character existed much longer than peter dinklage has been alive it just is a weird coincidence they look exactly the same which is why it's perfect fucking guy looks exactly
0: like peter dinklage he's a little guy with a goatee and a solid head of hair
1: exactly um but yeah i want to see dr psycho and i want to see cheetah um yep i know cheetah yeah, like there's, there's like there's definitely like after a lot of cool she beats a
0: god though, who are you gonna put her up against? She was so amazing. Well, Although
1: if you psycho, you use the you have an opportunity to do like because she's not gonna have like a fist fight with a fucking midget. No, that's so, true. Uh, it would be
0: wonderful if she did, but no, you're right. The that was the that was another like slightly corny thing that made sense though was when Trevor dies and she like breaks out. I expected her to break out and just go on a fist punching three like spree, but instead she like floats like Jesus. She just breaks out, and she's like, Oh ah! and then he realizes he's completely fucked from that moment on out, but that was a little, a little godly, a little, um, like, sp- like almost, it was a screen capture moment, like, it was almost made specifically so that you could take up, like, just capture that screen and put it as your wallpaper of Wonder Woman standing like Jesus. That's what I felt well, like.
1: That's the thing, is like, I mean, there definitely is, like, in DC Comics, there's definitely a fucking, like, Christ figure parallel a lot of the fucking time, like, one of my favorite things in like every fucking Superman movie there's always a point when he loses his powers and he's always positioned like Christ on the cross he's always, laying out. always and I'm just like yes we get it Superman is Jesus like can we move the fuck on I get it I understand I've been hearing this my whole life it's fine <laughs> let's, just, let's just get past it
0: nope, um. you have to be reminded at all times that Jesus is you know super strong with laser beams out his eyes <laughs> that's what I think of <laughs>
1: But no, like this – the, the, the thing I said before like, is like – it reminds me of like kind of the 90s Disney movies that I grew up on, like Touchstone and Buena Vista, all that shit. Um, I was like I can't wait to show it to my niece because that was the thing is like my, – my brother and I talked about it recently because I was talking about something with like uh, – I think we were playing Injustice 2 and I said something about either Suicide Squad or Batman or Superman and he was like I don't give a shit, dude. He just like – When she's old enough, if you want to show her Wonder Woman and, like, whatever else, like, that's fine. But I was just like – he's like, I don't fucking care. I don't want to watch him. And I was like, whatever. I'm not going to fucking argue with you. Um, But, yeah, I was like, the fact that this was light enough that, like, you can take a young girl to see it, that's fucking awesome. Because that's the thing that, like – little girls have deserved this for quite a long time. Like, yeah, like, if you're a little girl, like, you can want to be anyone. You want to be Batman. You can want to be Superman. You want to be, like – Fucking, like, if you want to be fucking Deadshot. Like, if you want to, like, whatever. But, like, the fact that, like, you have a character now in Wonder Woman where it's... If you're a little boy or, like, you're a grown man, like, whatever. Everybody, like, Wonder Woman is a character that you should want to be. Because Wonder Woman is fucking amazing. Like, and that's really fucking cool that now, like... Because I was thinking, like, that's the one thing that Marvel... Like, they've started to kind of try to remedy it recently. Because, like, they have, like, um, like, Scarlet Witch and you have Captain Marvel coming. But, like for a long time you only had black widow and as awesome as black widow is she obviously doesn't have powers or anything so it's like you really don't have like a character kind of like it's especially in like a movie where you have like the hulk and captain america mm-hmm. and iron man it's very Thor. hard
0: to like live who the up fuck to is, that who
1: wants to be black widow in that scenario like yeah. no like somebody wants to be one of those characters shit scarlet no.
0: witch now is you know a step up as yeah, far as exactly. like a female role model she's like this demented like not demented but like this troubled angsty person who's oh shit she's a superhero yeah look up to her
1: that's what i'm saying because like, i cause, like, i grew up like my like uh like girl icon was uh jean gray um that thing is like that's the thing i always thought was cool um i didn't realize it in retrospect like that it was cool but at the time it because at the time it just seemed like whatever um I think it was cool because my favorite shit when I was younger um, was uh, X-Men and – well, X-Men and Batman. But, um, like, the thing that was cool with the X-Men is not only are the girls, like, as powerful as the dudes. In many cases, they're more powerful than dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, essentially, uh, Jean Grey slash the Phoenix is a god. Yes. Like, uh, Storm is Omega level mutant. Like – and, like, if you really put it against, like, Wolverine, like, it's, it's just a fucking dude who can heal and has claws. Yeah. Like, it still a He punches stuff. And, like, so it's, like, you put that against, like, Storm, it's, like, well, that guy is kind of nothing. Like, in retrospect, I mean, yeah, Wolverine's awesome, I love Wolverine. It's, like, one of my yeah. favorite characters ever. But I'm just saying, like, if you think about it on that level, like, the girls are more powerful than the dudes in a lot of cases, and that's fucking cool. And they're always, every character is always treated with respect, and they're all on the same level. Like, yeah. nobody was kind of like minor or like major. It was always kind of like your core X Men team, like, everybody mattered. And that's the yeah. thing I always think is really cool. Um, where that's like, that's what I'm saying, like, the Justice League. That's why I think it's cool. Like, right now, of the Justice League, you have, like, or even if it's just the, the Trinity, because the other thing I thought was cool, was the end of Batman and Superman, where it's like, it's hilarious that, like, the end of Batman versus Superman, you have Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman and the most badass of the three is Oh yeah, and
0: they and they play it up hardcore. Like Batman's obviously, you know, Batman so he can't quite do as much against Doomsday as the other two. Just just on a very immediate level yeah. like, "Oh god, he shows up." Superman yeah. just got his ass handed to him and now he has to go fight something even stronger. Wonder Woman shows up and they're both they've got the wide eyes and she's like, "We going to kill this thing." Come on, guys. Yeah. Exactly. And then she just starts hitting it. It goes flying. She does her cuff thing. It goes flying. She cuts its arm off. Like it doesn't even without blinking an eye. They never show her struggle in that fight, in any sort of like major capacity. Meanwhile, <clears throat> Batman and Superman, the two manliest men in the DC universe, are like, I don't know if we can do this, guys. Oh God. Oh God. I don't know. Man. I don't know what's happening, guys.
1: One thing like, they kind of like, to sum up like my whole thing is the thing I think is really cool, is the fact that like um whether and then, and not even necessarily as a film but like in general right now like the coolest and best part of the fucking dc universe is wonder woman and that's oh, fucking yeah. cool
0: oh yeah and it's and it's probably gonna stay that way i honestly foresee it staying that way through uh justice league like because <laughs> i just say a, that movie has fucking aquaman in it so suck my cock. you're right, right you're right but even then we'll see because Aquaman looks kind of grouchy and Wonder Woman is a signal of hope and I prefer hope over grouchiness so we'll see.
1: I love fucking Aquaman I should rephrase that. I love Aquaman. He's like one of my favorite characters ever so like yeah. it's it's, I've been excited for the second they announced Jason Momoa so it's like It's going to be great. And the solo is
0: not till next year, right? 2018? Uh yeah. Oh, that blows. But that's okay. All right. Well, Let's I've got work in a little bit. So let's I got a shower and all that. So let's get this banged out. Wonder Woman, go watch it. You're a damn fool if you don't. It's so good. All right. Who's who, Patrick? Let's play this game. Let's get these let's get this cooking. Who's who? Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> you got to pick.
1: I guess you're Belle and I'm the Beast.
0: You know I am. But you have to treat me right. Don't forget about it. <laughs>
1: Uh, I still haven't seen the live-action one. Like, I don't think against it, but I just...
0: Yeah, Dennison bought it, so it's in the, like, Google Play family thing. Franny wants to watch it really bad. Every single person I've talked to at work, including Christy, who is the largest Disney fan I've ever met in my life. I'm not exaggerating. It's kind of insane. Super... Her her cat's name is Abraham DeLacy, Geosep DeCasey, Thomas O'Malley, and if you don't call him his full name, she's like, you get out. He, is, <laughs> so... I, uh, anyways, she said that Emma Watson blows the movie's amazing. Like that's what everyone says. They're like Emma Watson's just there, but the movie's really good. The music's really good. The animation's really good. She's just there. So I'm excited to watch it. Whatever.
1: I mean, I'll. I'm not. It when it shows up because I mean the whole thing would with, deal with Netflix.
0: Oh yeah. Where it's gonna be on
1: there in like a month. Like I'll probably just check it out when it shows up on there. But like I'm not like dying to watch it. I wasn't dying to watch it in the theater. Like if my mom had wanted to go, I would have gone. But like. It's like my whole thing i think it's funny in general with all the dc like uh, i'm sorry the uh disney remakes where it's like certain things where basically when it's when you basically you have to do essentially the whole fucking thing cgi what the fuck is the point (laughs) like
0: true true i don't i i don't understand it and i don't really care because i don't really i didn't like i know it was a good movie. I, I didn't care for The Jungle Book. I was like, this I like is... The Jungle Book. I yeah, yeah. Jungle it's, is awesome. it's a good movie, and the reviews on it were good and stuff, but I was just like, this style of film doesn't do it for me. I'm not I'm not interested. So Lion King, I am don't even Lion King isn't even close to one of my favorite Disney movies ever, and I know Lion I'm alone on one... that. Yeah, there's,
1: there's, yeah there's a, that and I are my two favorites.
0: J- Jeff hits me hard every time. I, not, it's not even in my top five, unless you make me get rid of Pixar movies, and then it might crack my top five. It's close at that point. Well, yeah, I'm not um, counting Pixar. Pixar, I'm counting their own, their own thing. Yeah, Aristocats, Aladdin, uh, just tar- Tarzan. That's pretty, yeah, Tarzan, definitely. Um, And then you might be able to slide Lion King in there. Even then, you have like Oliver and Company, which I absolutely love. Hercules, which I absolutely love. Uh, The Emperor's <laughs> New Groove, which is def actually, I put Emperor's New Groove above it for sure. That's the number four spot.
1: Oliver and Company. I saw the child, and I should not have rewatched it as an adult. No, no, it was no. The child. Yeah. When I watched it, as an adult, it, it,
0: it holds up slightly because me and Franny are super like childish people, but it's not necessarily a good movie. Um,
1: as I point to my array of crap behind me, that's like collectibles. There's a difference
0: between childlike wonder and childlike interests. One makes you creepy. The other one. Ma- no, no. I'm just saying <laughs> you are a collectible type guy, and I'm not. So all that stuff is awesome, and it's very memorable to you whereas movies you have a much greater scale of what's what now you know very tainted oh uh, well, not tainted just um no i'm sticking with tainted actually you can't you don't change me okay stop trying to change me who's who there,
1: too, too. <laughs> uh
0: godzilla and mothra
1: you're mothra i'm godzilla
0: <laughs> what why do i gotta be mothra although i've never seen the movie and know nothing about the character
1: mothra is like the good guy godzilla is the one that like right, this thing is i'll like... take it
0: yep nope, you sold Most... me you sold Depending me on at... that.
1: Depending oh. on the movie, Godzilla is either the good guy or the bad guy. Uh-huh. Whenever you have Mothra, Godzilla is inevitably the bad guy. <laughs> like uh-huh. that's the thing It's like because Mothra is like the pure force of good. Like basically, the pure good guys of the monsters mm-hmm. are like Mothra and like Jet Jaguar. That's pretty much it. Like that's why most of the time Godzilla is just like he he's essentially like an hero, which I thought was cool. when they did in um the new one, Gareth Edwards, where <laughs> it's like the guy like I loved about um. That was like the at the end of the movie where you could actually kind of I could almost feel like Godzilla's internal monologue when they're all like shooting at him like he's coming to save them all. It's like fuck off you morons! Like, I'm trying to save you, like and like just comes in and just like ill-tempered, just like rips their fucking heads open and like pukes fucking atomic breath down their throats and then like goes right back in the sea like fuck off like, yeah. like I want no part of you motherfuckers like. I haven't seen that's it. My Godzilla. I, I want
0: to watch it. And I'm excited because isn't that another universe that's happening after King Kong and whatnot? It's gonna be all them. Well
1: that's the thing, is it, Godzilla was the start of it. Yes. And then Skull Island is the second part
0: of it. Okay. And then are gonna do Godzilla Wasn't there sequo- a post scene?
1: Yeah. The end of uh, Skull Island, um they show that basically there's uh, Mothra, King Ghidra, Rodan, I think was one of them. Um basically they're all coming. Which makes me mm-hmm. really excited because King Ghidra is my favorite. So So that, what's, that,
0: what what would happen there? Who's fights who?
1: um presumably they'll keep uh mothra godzilla and king kong as good guys okay and then you'll have king ghidra uh rodan and i don't know who else they would pick maybe like Anguirus or something i don't know as like kind of the bad guys the but, robot um, godzilla oh mecha godzilla would actually that would be kind of cool um but yeah like because king ghidra is always like the same way like mothra is always good king ghidra is always bad
0: yeah the three so, that's the three-headed flying dragon right
1: yeah okay
0: all right, last one. Who's who? We did something very similar last time. KFC and Popeyes. I don't I don't. I don't Who's who? Which one do you want to be? Do you got the, the secret herbs and spices or are you a little, do you got a little kick, a little heat kick to your chicken? I guess herbs and spices. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That just means I've got the Cajun flavor to me. You know what I'm saying? I sure. I don't know what that means. You know what I'm saying. You've got better mashed potatoes and gravy. (laughs) You you got the better taters and gravy. All right, I'll secede that. That's fine.
1: Okay. I don't know how to (laughs) respond, but okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Who would win in a fight? Let's pull that one up. Oh my god, I forgot how many of these I had. Who would win in a fight? Rosie O'Donnell versus Ellen DeGeneres.
1: (laughs) Those are real people. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and if they had to punch each other out, who would win?
1: I mean, I feel like Rosie O'Donnell definitely has a strength advantage. Um, Ellen Zarris might have a speed advantage because she's, like, she's smaller and more, yeah. She dances um, a lot,
0: so she's got the moves.
1: But I, but if, if pushed, I would say Rosie O'Donnell would probably win just because by virtue of the fact that she could probably kick the living shit out of her if she got her hands on her.
0: That's probably true. All she needs to do is grab one article of clothing and pull you in. You're done. Heck, even Indeed. we'd be done. She could take us out. That's not oh, nothing sure. wrong with that. Uh, who would win? Oh, there's so many. Who would win in a fight? The Repairman Man Man versus Ear Boy.
1: What in the holy fuck are you talking about? You've
0: never seen all that?
1: Not in years. Oh, years.
0: So Kel would come out of nowhere when someone's TV was broken, and he'd go, I'm the Repairman Man Man Man, and he'd pull out his hammer and just break whatever needed to be repaired. He'd just start smashing the TV. And Ear Boy was just a boy with really remember, large ears. I remember yeah. Ear Boy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so who wins in a fight? Uh, presumably the guy with the hammer that smashes the thing. Yeah, it's definitely the repairman, man, man. man. He would just start swinging. Uh, and last but not least, who would... Oh, here's a real one. Oh, I guess not. No, it counts. Who would win in a fight? Samus versus Link.
1: Um, huh. That's difficult. Yeah, Um, that one's closer.
0: So Samus obviously has, like, the suit and the robotic edge, but Link's shield he's super savvy with. He throws his sword depending on the game. He's got boomerangs and bombs, I mean, there's yeah, lots of stuff. Yeah,
1: I, I would say probably Link, by original fact that, like, he's managed. To, he's basically saved the entire universe, like, fucking countless times. Like, I, not to I, say I, like
0: Samus kind of has.
1: Well, no, 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 I'm not saying, saying Samus hasn't, but, like, there's more
0: Zelda games than there are Metroid games. That's 100% true, and they're delaying Metroid 4 continually for the Switch. But, allegedly, E3 might announce it. I really hope so.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, so I would say probably Link would win. Um... But it would be, definitely, they would, Samus would put up a hell of a fight. I can almost guarantee uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I give,
0: I give Link a slight edge for versatility. So Samus has the rocket launcher on her gun, and that's about it. So, like, her metal suit and the rocket launcher, that's cool. Link has his bow and arrow, sword, shield, boomerang, bombs, and he's super agile. Uh, that was one thing I was going to give Samus, is, like, she could probably, if we had to put them side by side, like, be way more athletic, jump higher, move quicker. I don't know, though. That's kind of... I would give it like a like a fifty five forty five or a sixty forty split link. That's what I would. Yeah, do.
1: that's fair. I'll give you that.
0: All right, there you go. Who's who and who would win a fight? Record time, and I'm just gonna go down in t- in history as the beautiful Popeyes, and I'm cool with that.
1: <laughs> whatever helps you, buddy. So,
0: so last quick thing to talk about before we sign out, sign off, leave, whatever you want to call it. The uh, and I haven't looked at it. Ooh uh the comey testimony that's happening currently right right now
1: oh i didn't know that was a thing that was happening right now
0: yeah it's happening right now and he released his like pre-written stuff yesterday and it was it was so saucy but right now i just pulled up buzzfeed really quick because they always have like the top is just whatever's going on trump related and that's kind of fun uh (sighs) former fbi director james comey says he leaked his trump memos to the media on purpose wah, 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 Hoping that it would lead to a special counsel uh, To investigate So I guess, you know, it, he, it worked I mean, all things considered Even if it was awful um, But he, in the statement basically He recorded every time he sat down So he sat down with President Obama During his entire time with him, twice Once in 2015 and once in 2016 Literally just to say goodbye he sat down with President Trump in the first four months before he got fired, or the first five months before he got fired, eight times. And one of which, President Trump asked him multiple times to lift the cloud on the FBI investigation. And so I guess the one like positive to Trump is he's vague enough while being douchey enough to make you go like, maybe he was just saying, you know... To not investigate him, maybe he was saying to throw out evidence, maybe he was just saying, it'd be cool if this wasn't happening, like, you can't really the words he used were just like, vague enough and idiotic enough to leave doubt, you know what I mean? I mean, the man's yes. vocabulary consists of like six words so, it, it, you can't like, pin it, but there was a lot of stuff that went on I'm reading through it right now. Did, have you heard anything about this? No,
1: the thing is, like, yesterday literally what happened was um, I went to work, uh, 9 nine o'clock, um, worked until 5.30, had you drive um, all the way back to Glens Falls to pick up Kevin from Saratoga, where I was working, mm-hmm. uh, had to drive all the way back to Saratoga um, to go to the movie, mm-hmm. and then had to drive all the way back to Glens Falls to drop him off. And then So home. by the time I got home, it was a three-hour movie, so like by the yeah. time I got home, it was like close to 11.00. And I just fucking—I didn't even—I don't think I was even on the internet. I literally just fucking like—I can't remember what the hell I even watched. Um, oh, I watched the first episode. I watched the Godfather. I'm like, I'm weirdly in the mood for Sopranos. So I watched <laughs> the first episode of
0: Sopranos. Um, uh, so, like, another yeah. another thing that he did while it um, during the very first time or not first time, second time he met, he met him, like it was supposed to be this big table dinner for people, and when he showed up, it was literally just him and Trump. And Trump uh, says. Uh, I expect loyalty and I demand loyalty and stuff like that. So, again, didn't have any sort of proposition otherwise. Literally just said the phrase, I expect loyalty. So, you could give him a little bit of doubt there as well. Still sketchy as all hell. Um, I wanted to see, I wanted to watch it, honestly, when it happened, but I never, I, well, woke up and started doing this. Mm. Um, But yeah, he, so the big thing is allegedly there's tapes of every interaction so i don't understand how there can be tapes without them just being immediately given out i'm sure there's a lot of logistical bullshit that goes around it and a lot of law uh or sorry legality issues but like you can't just be like yeah i think i have tapes and just and we wait months for them to find out what's on them it's like okay you have tapes and you just talked about it put them out there so we can move this shit along
1: yeah, but I'm not sure if it's a from a legal standpoint. I'm saying like it's a matter of like, um, it's there's a lot of legal loopholes and like also the fact that like if they were talking about things that were classified, mm-hmm. like that shit can't come out. Like yeah. so yeah, there's, there's a lot of shit to deal with.
0: The loyalty pledge that he's talking about, where Trump demanded loyalty from him, this mm-hmm. has been news for, or I mean, um, knowledge for like basically since he was fired. This for weeks, this has been out that Trump went around telling everybody, "I expect you to be loyal." And just yesterday after Comey's uh, talking points of what he's going to testify came out today, did the, uh, a source from the Trump administration dispute it and say they didn't do that. It's like this has been weeks, and it was an issue yeah. because Comey wasn't going to testify. Last week he says he's going to testify, and now you find out what it's about and you decide to dispute now? Now well, is the time global, when you're like, no, no.
1: It's fucking hilarious where like um, after the, Par- or the uh, London attacks, and he like posts about like uh, the travel ban, or uh, he says those words in his tweet, and then uh, the ACLU I saw like tweeting almost immediately after. They were like, "So we're so we're now it is a ban because Spicer says it wasn't a ban." Yeah, um, and then he immediately, not immediately, but like soon after, is like, "No fuck yes, it's a fucking ban!" Like, and I'm just like. You seriously? I like you are the dumbest motherfucker I have ever seen in my life. Like he,
0: he just he does the same thing I do. He speaks without thinking. He just says stuff. He just starts but saying even, stuff.
1: If he speaks, that's one thing. He's tweeting it, so it's going out. <laughs> <in the laughs> yeah, world. that's true.
0: That's true. Like freaking Twitter. It's not is even so like he's ridiculous. just
1: saying it. Like it's like the one thing to say something and like you'd be like, "No, I didn't say that," but like you put it on the internet for the world to see. Like, Jesus
0: Christ. Oh, the tapes things he's talking about is uh, Trump's conversation with Flynn. So, Trump, mm-hmm. remember a uh, week yeah. ago, Trump threatened Flynn saying not to release the t- the tapes? Yeah. Um, so, during the, 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 what do you call it, that he's doing right now? I've said it like six times already, and I'm already testimony. Uh, he says, I've seen the tweet about tapes. I really hope there are tapes out there. So, that's what. And that we'll never know, because that whole Flynn thing is way different than the Comey thing. The Comey thing is he got fired for allegedly um, not changing anything about the uh, federal investigation against him. Flynn actually has an investigation going against him for collusion with Russian uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, the guys who they cover countries like United States has certain people. Diplomats. All, yeah. Diplomats um, for setting up stuff with him. So that's not quite the same. If there are tapes there, that's even bigger. But Man, we just, I just, I just, I just, I just, Patrick, although, (laughs) um, uh, the guy who used to be on the Colbert or I mean the daily show, and now he has his HBO show, the British guy.
1: Oh, John Oliver.
0: John Oliver made a really good point that like consistently there's been an quote unquote end to the Donald Trump um, movement so during his campaign it was the mocking the reporter oh he's out of it nope he seemed to make it past that one then yeah. it was the uh sexual assault allegations oh shit nope made it past that one then it was the actual taping of him saying grab them by the pussy nope oh he made it past that one again too and then it was um what was the most right before hillary like two weeks before the election the investigation reopened up which did you see that that was through, well allegedly through um false reports? So the fbi received false reports to reinvestigate hillary oh i know that's and- like the
1: thing i thought was hilarious like when like fucking everybody with the wikileaks bullshit because even yeah. justin was one of wikileaks bullshit people yeah and i was like okay um so you're basing your entire fucking reasoning for not liking hillary mm-hmm. around a fucking guy who keeps saying he's been like fucking like um exiled S- and sitting really, on these been- things but he's been hiding yeah. because he has fucking sexual assault allegations <laughs> yeah. against him. So <laughs> don't fucking fan. tell me that that's the guy who wants to fucking trust.
0: Yeah, no, which, I will not which, do that. Regardless, <laughs> I'm I'm not here to say pro Hillary. I'm just saying it's that it was yeah. who knows where the information came from, but false allegations came through to the FBI. So they reinvestigated her and boom, Trump wins the presidency. And then there has been nonstop bullshit. He's fired people. There's been the whole Flynn issue that's been going on. Uh, His son-in-law Kushner is in charge of everything in the White House. There's a breakdown of what he actually does. It's literally the president's job. They just gave it all to Kushner, a 35 year old who has no experience in anything. And he's like, here, just do it all. So now he's a person of interest in the FBI, in the Russian probe. There's so much shit, and yet I don't think it's going to change anything. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to change anything.
1: At some point, I do think it will. Oh, like, okay, yes.
0: You, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. The dam will break eventually, but...
1: Yeah. I, just, I don't think it's going to be soon, but I definitely think yeah. that, like, one day in the not-too-distant future, like, it's all going to fucking come crashing down. Either that will just fucking bail before that can happen.
0: I, I honestly, I would not be surprised to see him bail first. If they're, like, for example... Honestly, I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, what if the fucking, like, Congress and, well, the legislative and the uh, judicial branches stopped him from tweeting? Because he uses his own personal Twitter, which yeah. under the Obama administration was not illegal, but it was. Um, yeah. It's not, frowned upon. Yeah, it's frowned upon. And he does it. What if they actually came out and were like, okay, you have to fucking stop? Like, you can't, you're being ridiculous. Honestly, I think that would be enough for him to walk out of the presidency.
1: I feel like at this point wasn't well, I thought he was actually going to like I thought he, the the pussy was going to use because um, like, there was things during the whole trip overseas yep. where he was like talking about like um, basically like health issues and shit and I was just like I bet you a million dollars like the reason that he's fucking saying this shit. Mm-hmm. Is basically so that he has an out. So like when it when it comes down to be like, Oh, I just I'm too ill to continue yeah. being president. And I like I have to I have to step down, I have to resign. It's nothing to
0: do with anything.
1: I'm not <laughs> in any way like I just can't handle it on a health level. I just yeah. can't do it.
0: And the son of a bitch is going to be a billionaire for the rest of his life now that he's been president once. Even if he gets impeached, he still gets benefits and all this really big stuff. So unfortunately he he did what he needed to do to get where he needed to be, so fuck him. Yeah yeah all right neither here nor there we talk about trump at the end of every episode apparently now so i'm okay with it (laughs) uh otherwise you got anything else to say
1: no i'm good i mean that's the you know like that entire i just i fucking like i think i i was like i literally actually was thinking yesterday when i was driving i was like i genuinely thought and i'm not gonna lie i genuinely thought that like bush would be the worst president definitely of my lifetime of your lifetime yeah Well, yeah, he's not even (laughs) close
0: to ever uh, as far as, like, historically, but of our lifetime, fair. Yeah. Yeah, fair. And then,
1: like, and then this happened. It's just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I'm genuinely frightened for what comes next. Yeah,
0: the Paris (laughs) Agreement, when he pulled out of that, and then Elon Musk and Tim Cook were like, yeah, we're not a part of your council anymore. We're going to go ahead and have a good day. You know, like, and every, every major company besides Big Oil saying, yeah, we're definitely going to you know, stick with the Paris agreement, even towns and like cities and the city of Pittsburgh, because in his speech for leaving the Paris agreement, he says, I was elected to represent the city of Pittsburgh, not the city of Paris, which makes no sense because the Paris agreement is not literally about it. But anyways, even after he said that, um, the mayor of Pittsburgh told him he was insane and said, we are going to, our personal town's legislation or city's legislation will support the paris agreement and continue to strive for those goals nobody's with him on uh, and okay no you know what we did enough i'm gonna get going and this is not a political <laughs> podcast so g- g- let's call it a day watch wonder woman get ready for the gifted punkster slash gifted machines website that's gonna hold all our shit i love you i'm kevin you. I'm <laughs> and thank you for listening